With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We haven't entirely nailed down what element it is yet, but I'll tell you this, it's a lively one. Let's give your parents a call right now. Hello, welcome to episode number 62 of Gaming with the Moms. My name is Nicole Tanner. I am managing editor at Pixelkin.org and the mother of a four-year-old. I am joined by fellow mom and publisher of Pixelkin, Linda Brenneman. Hi. And our dad, Stephen Dutzman, who is editor and founder of Engage Family Gaming and the father of three. Hi, Yay, Stephen. Hello and well met. Hello. Oh. Good to see everybody. My favorite hour of the week. Oh, that's very yeah. nice. Might so, be mine too, except oh. that I caught I caught a really cool Pokemon. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah. Guess which you one? Caught a Pokemon. Which one? Now I gotta know. There's 150 of them, so I'm never gonna guess. Yeah, but what's the one everybody wants to get? Oh, you got Pikachu. I got Pikachu. <laughs> See, you know what? There's actually a map that determines the one that's most wanted by state. Hmm. Oh, you're kidding. And in, that's the, cool. and in the state of Connecticut, the most wanted is not Pikachu. I don't know what it is, but it's not Pikachu. Hmm. Um, Wisconsin, hmm. it's Metapod. And I'm like, what's up with that, guys? I'm like, that's depressing. <laughs> Metapod doesn't do anything. <laughs> hey, whatevs. Whatevs. I mean, it turns into a pretty butterfly eventually, I guess. Yeah, I think I have that right now. I think I evolved one of my things into the Metapod you probably, thing. Yeah. You probably evolved oh, cool. a Caterpie yes, into that, a Metapod. Yes, that is probably what I did. Yeah, I don't remember cool. the names of these things because I've never played Pokemon before. So That's why I'm, that's yeah. why I'm helping you. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> it's not because I don't think you know. It's that I, I just know that you never played the games. I'm trying to help you. <laughs> Uh, Anna's getting really, really into it, though. Like, uh, she keeps asking me if we've evolved anything else or if I caught anything else, like when she wasn't with me, which you know, typically she is with nah. me. Although this morning after taking her to school, I did stop at a few known locations of Pokestops today, just pick some stuff up and then opened up Ingress and yay, there are portals at the same spots. So oh, wow. I did quite there a are. yeah, little bit of gaming there on both ends. Um, uh, but yeah, so she's super into it. Uh, what was she saying? It's funny because she she mispronounces certain words, but the way that she mispronounces them is actually another word. So, for example, instead of saying evolve, she says involve. Or <laughs> instead of saying yeah. supposed, she says opposed. Uh, yeah. She sounds like a corporate trainer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's it's just funny though. Like she speaks really clearly, but the words that she actually gets wrong are actually other words. So wow, <laughs> yeah, my kids were that smart. <laughs> we called bananas um, bawanas for a really long time. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, man. You just gotta you you roll with it. This at our house, uh, our younger daughter, our, our young, our only daughter, um, doesn't say R. She says oh, so. We go to the stoy. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, I love or we that. Get her, so cute. Or we get her a, or we get her a foik <laughs> instead of a fork. <laughs> hey, Papa, can I have a foik? A foik? Uh, you want a fork? 
<laughs> so now I say it because I'm stuck. Um, so two things. I, I do have I, I do have one thing to present to the parent to the to the parents here. I want to commiserate. Okay. On our first like real like injury related to video games in our household. Oh boy. Um. Mm. And. And according to Bristol Hospital Emergency Room, it is the only Wii-related injury that they have had in many years. Oh, boy. Um, Our oldest was playing some Wii tennis with his brother, and he got hella into it, I believe is what the kids would say these days. And he got too close to the entertainment center and whacked his ring finger on his right hand so hard that he... Cleaved flesh oh my on God. our oh. entertainment center, and so there were two problems with that. Number one, ouch. Three problems <laughs> yeah. specifically. One, ouch. Two, it hurt, and all he wanted to do was shake his hand. Right. And so my house looked like a literal murder oh, scene. Geez. Like if police came by, it looked like I tried to kill someone. I had to walk around with a bottle of bleach and a wet rag for like an hour to try and get all the dots. I'm sure oh. that I'm not gonna. I missed them all. And the third Splatter. one is we have. One car, um, and I was there with all three children while my wife was out for a walk looking for Pokemon. <laughs> and so I, I've got the door open, and I run out into the front yard, and I'm like, honey, honey, you've got to go help. We need Evan is hurt. And she turns around, and I mean, he's 10, so like, hurt, what does that mean? So she starts sauntering back. I didn't notice that. And so... I noticed after a couple seconds, I'm like helping, you know, rinse it off. At, at which point I know, holy crap, we got to get you to the emergency room. Yeah. I run out and my wife's kind of sauntering back. I'm like, no, no, honey. He needs to go to the emergency room. <laughs> at which point then she runs into the house, checks it out and goes, yep, and leaves. Um, <laughs> at which point our middle child is so distraught. Oh, no. Because he feels like it was his fault. Oh. That he's just <laughs> crushed. Oh. And I'm like, listen, um, because he didn't, beca- and it's because he didn't lose fast enough, so his brother was still playing. Oh, my gosh. eight rounds in tennis, and I was like, well, you know, your brother was, he was dumb, he was playing <laughs> tennis too close to the TV, this is, this is, a, I mean, stupidity is painful on occasion, bro, and I, I mean, <laughs> it is what it is, I mean, that, there's really no other way to say about it, we told him to back up, we told him to back up, Yeah. We, but he decided not to, and so he got hurt, so... That's so he's fine. He got five stitches. The only problem is the very next day he had to go to summer camp. Oh, and when the nurse told him that he could not submerge his hand and thus that means he could not go swimming at summer camp. Oh, he was devastated. (laughs) (laughs) But he'll be all right. Yeah, he'll be all right. He'll be all right. He's there. he, He probably learned that lesson. So you probably. Oh yeah, he, he's not gonna forget ever, and if he ever does forget it, I'm gonna remind him. Um, but he's gonna have a. He's. I mean, he's gonna have a scar. So oh, yeah. I mean, he'll know. He'll know. Um, it was pretty gross. Now the other thing I want to talk about Pokemon Go briefly. Okay. The day after Hungrybox won his first ever Evo tournament in Smash Brothers Melee, mm. playing as Jigglypuff, I found two Jigglypuffs in Pokemon Go. I think, shout out to Hungrybox, um, that was, uh, I think it was um, Divine Providence. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Because it was in celebration. Okay. I don't, like, Infiltration, the guy from Korea that won the Street Fighter V tournament, there isn't really a Pokemon associated with him, so I can't really say that there was anything involved with that, but he's basically a Terminator. 
He just happens to play Street Fighter instead of traveling through time and killing people. So, I mean, I guess I could, you know, there's that. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, okay. So, I think we're all still playing Pokemon Go, sounds like it. But we're not going to spend a lot of time talking about Pokemon Go this week. However, before we get into our games, I saw Ghostbusters last night. It was so good. Oh, my God. I loved it. Have you guys seen it? You mean it didn't ruin anyone's childhood enough to the point where they had to chase a poor woman off of Twitter? Yeah, you, yeah mm, no, that's... Bastards. Okay, yeah, so that sucks. Sorry. The movie is fab- fabulous. Have you the guys seen great. it? Okay, yeah. I have not. I really want to see it so oh bad. Oh my I have, god. The cameos I alone. There's a cameo from, like, everybody from the original film. It's so funny. Like, Bill Murray is like a paranormal debunker guy so he doesn't believe in the ghosts or anything and spoilers uh, i know spoilers, whatever. spoilers a little few spoilers it's, here you know, that's all right it's it's just it's goofy it's just funny the how they how they worked in all of the all the original characters it was it was really great i yeah. i wished when i was watching the movie i wished that i had renewed my acquaintance with the old movie before i'd gone because well, i hadn't seen it in a long time and yeah. i think some of the references kind of went over my head but it was really fun to see those old guys. I miss Harold Ramis. Yeah. Yeah. Poor guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I am so disappointed I haven't seen that movie. I really am, but... What's your problem? I mean, what can I say? I'm going to see it, and then I'm going to buy the uh, Funko Pop for Melissa McCarthy's character. So how about that? I'm going to even support it with merch. <laughs> Because, and it's not that I don't value any of the other actresses. I just want to make it clear. Melissa McCarthy and I, we go way back. Um, Yeah, she's great. She's so good. Yeah. All of them were great. All of the women in that movie were fabulous. I love, what what was her name? The the younger actor, uh, McKinnon? Sarah McKinnon, Kate I McKinnon. think. Kate, Kate McKinnon. Kate McKinnon. Yeah. Um, she she's going to be everywhere. Yeah. Oh my God. That was her breakout. I'm sure. Yeah. She was really good. Yeah. They were all great. So, yeah. So, Ghostbusters, if you haven't seen it, go see it. It's really, really cool. Um, but, so, on to video games now. Video games that are not Pokemon Go. So, Nintendo has announced that they are releasing what they're calling the NES Classic Edition, which is a little NES that you can plug into your TV and you can play 30 different games on it. So, yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> this is... Yeah, I'm, uh, you two say your piece. Okay. I, I have thoughts and feelings. I don't want to interrupt you. Okay. No, no, you know, I'm not a huge Nintendo fan, so, you know, it's it's actually interesting to me because the whole plug-and-play <laughs> thing was, like, a huge fad in, like, 2003, 2004. Do you remember that? There's, like, this, this company called Jax that did all of these <laughs> games that you just plugged into your TV. Yeah. So, but it's, it's sort of like this, what this is, so... I want to know, how are you and I, like, approximately the same age and like video games and you're not a Nintendo fan? How does that happen? I don't know. How are you? How are you you? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I didn't play lots of Nintendo back in the day. I was uh, Genesis, more Sega. Um, And then, you know, Hmm. I I like Nintendo. It's not that I hate them. It's just that, you know. That's not what I heard. I heard you said you hated them. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just He's kidding. He's not going to let it go. You know what? They, no, not. I'm going to let it go. I'm going to let it go for fear that I don't want to start a fight today. <laughs> I, I want to be on my best behavior. I will honestly say, though, that they themselves have tarnished their image, in my opinions, over the past few years. So, anyhow. 
They being Nintendo? Yes, they being Nintendo. How can they ruin some of the best games ever made Uh, in the last couple of years? They can release a really bad Zelda game. Which bad Zelda game? Well, my husband and I both did not like Twilight Princess, but then there was Skyward Sword, which I heard was even worse. Haven't played it. Didn't have any interest in playing it. Uh, I mean, oh my I'm just gosh. saying. I, I like Skyward Sword. Okay. It was good. I'm just saying. I mean, <laughs> okay, Nicole, bad... I'm going to fight you now. Okay. That's it. Bad... Oh boy, we've been everybody's been waiting for this. They're used to me and Nicole fighting. So, all right, so. So they put out a couple of Zelda games that you're not fans of, and all of a sudden you're like, you know what? All these classic, the best games of all time. Forget these guys. Well, that's what I'm saying. You know? I never really played these. I played Mario, that's not fine. Mario Brothers, and that's about it. So, all right. So that's fair. That's fair. I mean, you you, you missed out on it, and that's that's that you you were playing that garbage Genesis, and that's okay. I mean, it's whatever. As long as that makes you happy, I'm I'm gonna give you credit for it. All right. Yeah, I mean, doesn't make you less of a gamer. You are truly a gamer. I'm not doubting that. I want everybody listening. I'm not attacking her gamer cred. I just don't understand how you can be our age and like games and not Nintendo. That's all. I never said I wow. didn't like them. Just, uh, I, they're not Linda, my favorite. All right, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. So are so here's so I'm guessing you're not buying one of these. Uh, probably Would not. You? Not unless my husband wants it. What do you? Mm. What about you, Linda? Are, are you buying one? I don't think so. I I kind of like the new newer games anyway, you know. And I and I was way too old to have played that in my youth. I don't believe that for a minute. My <laughs> kids, my kids play. You know, my kids played, but at that point, I wasn't playing. So I regret that. Mm. But um, but yeah, no, I I probably won't. And I saw some action on the Engage Family Gaming uh, Facebook page where are some people criticizing. The console because, or the plug and play thing because it won't play the old cartridges. Yeah. So, Did you hear that? I, yeah, I thought that was yeah, a little I, silly. I participate. But... Yeah, he was, that, that guy's dumb. Oh. Um, <laughs> shout out, shout out, shout out to John. Uh, he's my producer. Um, he's dumb. Um, and yeah. So, so, and, and I would tell him, and I say that knowing that he listens, and I would absolutely tell that to his face. Um, I'll give him a magic item at a LARP or something. He'll be okay. Um, so, so yes, that's the second nerdiest thing you've ever heard me say. So, um, so here's the thing, right? So for the folks listening, $60 buys a, a console set top box that looks like a classic Nintendo, um, is about the size of like a folded over 3ds XL ish. Mm-hmm. um, and has 30 of a, a very good sampling of games from the NES, including games that I think at least 10 of those games are in the top 20, are in maybe the top 40 to 50 games of all time. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. So um, if you are if you are not a fan of Nintendo or not a massive fan of Nintendo, which is reasonable there are plenty of those people out there apparently there's two of them on this podcast it's weirding me out but hey um then this You're is not necessarily right a now. this is not a necessary well maybe i am a salesperson yeah. uh, maybe they should send me commissions so maybe they should send me a free one um because i'm so awesome i am buying this thing day one and i already own most of these games a couple of times over and there's a couple of reasons why the first one is because it looks super cool and i want the controller because the controller can be plugged into wiimotes 
Mm. Can be used to play oh, um, cool. c- and can be used to play virtual console games on your Wii U and your Wii and possibly even the NX. I would presume <laughs> that these guys would be considering the fact that this thing's going to be coming out within six months of the NX. I think that it is at least possible that 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 it would have the same port somewhere on it. Mm. At which point, boom, you can use a controller. If you can't, whatever, it's not like it costs any. It, it's sixty dollars. Yeah, sixty dollars. These games are five dollars a piece on the virtual console. You get them for two bucks a piece if you buy them in a bundle. And if you think of the list, I have the list right here. If you don't, if you would indulge me a moment, Super Mario Brothers one, two, and three, Legend of Zelda, Mega Man two, uh, Final Fantasy. Castlevania, Castlevania 2, Bubble Bobble. Have either of you played Bubble Bobble? Uh, I no. think so. That's uh, There have been many, many games that have ripped off Bubble Bobble, right? Yeah, Bubble Bobble's the two little dinosaurs that spit out bubbles and catch enemies, and you're supposed to like shoulder check them and make the enemies fly all over the place. Oh, yeah, no, huh. I haven't played that one. I was thinking of something else. Let me be real with you right now. <laughs> that game is worth the price of entry by itself. It's like you buy that game, a machine to play it, and then all of a sudden you get all the you get the three Super Mario Brothers, Mega Man 2, Kid Icarus, and all these other games as a bonus. Well okay. that does sound cool. Um because it is among the best two player cooperative games on in the, like in the classic era. Um because mm. it's just so dumb and so silly. Um so um, anyone, th- this game right here, I'm telling you, this is a preview of our holiday gift guide that's coming in what, like November? On the, uh, it's not even on our publishing calendar yet. <laughs> whenever that come, whenever we have a podcast about that, literally, this is the number one thing. I don't even care what comes out the rest of the year. This is my number one thing. Um, cause if you have even a passing interest in Nintendo, which obviously you ladies don't, and that's okay, <laughs> not judging, but, um, this is $60. It's the price of one game and you basically yeah. get, the classic era of Nintendo. Um, the people in the Engage Family Gaming Facebook community, a couple people were concerned that this should have been able to connect online and download other games and somehow expand. And while that sounds like a good idea, what the heck games are you going to buy other than these ones? <laughs> right. I mean, there are other Nintendo games, but like what, I mean, it comes with the, like, I mean, what are you doing? <laughs> um, and beyond that, that would require, like making it connect online yeah. and maybe mm-hmm. give, having it needing like physical media that all makes it more expensive. So anyway, yeah. I'm sorry mm-hmm. that was that was my rant. No, no, that's cool. That's cool. it's a good price for sure. It is, yeah. yeah. If if you don't hate Nintendo, because if you hate Nintendo, then you don't want this. And we I totally we agree. We don't hate Nintendo. Nintendo. No, I wasn't talking about you. I was talking about hypothetical people. That <laughs> right, hate Nintendo. right, Stephen. Hy- okay. Purely <laughs> hypothetical <laughs> managing editors of PixelKid.org. Hypothetical ones, not the actual one. I was talking about hypothetical ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those of you, those of you listening, cannot see the look of disdain that Nicole <laughs> is giving me, and it's 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 great, guys. It's great. Um, I, I just have I, to point I out that we have, because we I have love you. excellent coverage of. Nintendo games on our site. Yeah. Of course you yeah, do. Because we do have yes, they we do. do have many fans, big experts of Nintendo that write for us. So Yes. Yeah. All right. So moving on. Other console ish type news is that we know that the Xbox One S is going to be available on August second. Specifically the two terabyte version is the only one that will be available on August second. There will be some other 
hard drive options, but they haven't said when those are going to be released, which, I don't know, it's kind of strange to me because, you know, I don't know what's different besides swapping out the hard drive. Um, but anyhow, so that's the deal. Making, making it about half the size? Well, it's already going to be you half the about size. The, the S. Yeah. Oh, never mind. Yeah, you never mind. I was... I. I was I misheard you. I'm sorry. Go <laughs> yes. ahead. So, I'm wrong. 100%. Okay. Yeah. So it's good. The size-wise is going to be 40% smaller than the uh, current Xbox One, and it's going to have an internal power supply, which is super cool. I hate having those freaking power supplies from the consoles. I wish people had just done away with those like last last generation. That, like, didn't they learn anything? That thing. Mu- that the lack of a power brick might be worth. Like I'm honestly considering it because <laughs> yeah. the lack of a power brick might be worth the upgrade in and of itself. Let alone the fact that a, it like a, an extra terabyte and a half of memory. Mm. Mm. Yeah, uh, that's, that's a good. lot. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah, yeah. So the thing that's interesting to me though is that you know uh, Microsoft has come out and said that this is coming out. Then they, the thing that they've been, you know, kind of trumpeting is that this is going to be the first console to allow for 4K and HDR streaming video, which is funny to me that they got this out in August, knowing that uh, there's supposed to be a new version of Play- PlayStation 4 coming this fall. So I wonder if that was like purposefully. Actually, I don't wonder. I'm sure it was purposefully just done <laughs> to get out there in front of Sony. So, um, yeah. But and yeah. how is the price, Nicole? Uh, the one that's coming, which is the two terabyte version, is three ninety nine. Uh, later on, you'll be able to get a one terabyte and a five hundred gig. Uh, that's going to cost three forty nine and two ninety nine, respectively. Ah, okay. So, and then they also announced that Project Scorpio is coming in holiday of twenty seventeen. I don't know if they if they said that before, but they they had but the fact that there's they've said it twice now i think that means something you know like <laughs> right yeah no i mean cuz you know sometimes companies make they say stuff at e3 and then they just get super quiet about it and then yeah. eventually like nah bro we're moving it a little bit the fact that they've said it twice yeah is that says something to me i mean it's, it's still it could change but yeah I, i'm you know i'm not writing a check now but <laughs> right uh yeah so there's this cool study um on this week that says that female video game characters are getting less sexualized, which is yay, cool. yay. Is is that true? And it's about and I mean time. That, <laughs> there was is a, it, there is was, that true? There's an from actual your, like. Academic, no, no, I believe the study. I'm okay. just asking about your own experience. That's all. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think lots of Western developers, yeah. like you know, Bioware, their female characters have have been really more realistic and not so sexualized. Laura Croft obviously has gotten a huge makeover. So, um, so yeah, I think, you know, Japanese developers might have a little ways to go in that department. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> but, yeah, they do. <laughs> but the Western developers, at least, um, I think they're figuring it out. Yeah. They've been cool. doing a, a lot better job. Um, so yeah, so this study looked at 571, games with playable female characters and just rated them on various variables like nudity and sexualization and body type and all that kind of stuff. Um, And then according to the study, this type of thing peaked in 1995 and has been steadily declining since 2007. See, I've just... Hmm. uh, Peaking in 1995, I don't believe because that was like right when... (laughs) 
the uh, the first PlayStation was out in N64. How could that be the peak? Honestly, like, be- yeah, no, because dead or, dead or alive beach volleyball hadn't even come out yet, right. and um, the right. entire marketing campaign about that was yeah. was bored. Was I think it even steps beyond creepy? So no, I, I'm, maybe that date is a little off. But I get, I guess it all depends on their data points. Yeah, you know, because if they include marketing. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, back then in the mid '90s, I mean, you could have a racing game in in Nintendo Power, and they'd have like a, a half naked woman in it. <laughs> so if they included the marketing and the, you know uh, what I mean? Okay, yeah, yeah. Maybe I don't, but I, but I don't know. I but I my my only question when I saw this and I read it and I believe the numbers, but you know, sometimes you see studies and you're like, really? Yeah. So that's why I wanted to ask you two because I'm obviously. You know, not it, it's it's not something that I see or really notice, or I didn't notice it until very recently, and now it actually makes me uncomfortable, which it never did before. Mm, so yes. like awareness is there, but I wanted to ask you guys because it's more in your face. Yeah, so that's why you're yeah. counting the boob jiggles now, Stephen. Um, well, he has a daughter. That, <laughs> yeah, I want to. Well, I mean, it's it's hard to be a video game journalist in the two in the post two thousand and in the post gamer era. Yeah, and not be aware because it was thrown in my face i also have a daughter and it's worth noting um i bet you some of these guys were counting boob jiggles too <laughs> bet you that was i bet you that was <laughs> part of their figures and yeah I, I mean but it's so well the reason i counted it in tokyo mirage session sharp fe is because it was so weird because it happened because it didn't happen <laughs> now if i tried to count them in street fighter 5 not even a thing. Couldn't even count it. I couldn't even <laughs> count them in the intro for Chun Li, who, by the way, is not known for her breasts. She's known for her legs, right? And she's still all all the business to shake. And I was like, Capcom, come on, guys, come yeah. on, all the business. Anyway, yeah. all the business. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, and she's the leg lady, right? Like, right. but no, but no, no, none of that. Yeah. Yeah, if you're interested in more opinions on uh, Street Fighter and sort of their sexualization of characters, we have an article up you on Pixelpin. Right? Yeah, we have an uh, opinion piece from Michael Martin, who is now the esports reporter for Yahoo. He's a huge Street Fighter guy, and uh, he knows basically everything about Street Fighter, and so he offers his opinions on these characters, which is very insightful. Yeah. That, that's on Pixelpin. He was like, Holy crap, right? I mean, I haven't read the article. I'm going to go read it in a, in a little while. Oh, I, it, there's at least one thing. But he basically says, holy crap, right? Because it really is like, holy crap. Yeah, for the <laughs> most part, it's kind of like a really, like, in this day and age, you're doing this kind of thing. Like, they should have learned yeah. from previous years. They, but yeah. Like, they didn't. It, what, what frustrates me about Street Fighters, they didn't have to with half mm. of their characters. Like, they have one character. Her name is Laura. She's a, she's a fighter from Brazil. They don't wear a lot of clothes in Brazil. I get it. You know, like, if there was one, it wouldn't make a huge difference, right? But, like, Chun-Li is a cop. <laughs> and, like, like she, you know what I mean? Not that yeah. cops can't, and I'm not, you know what I'm saying? Like, she didn't, it didn't make sense or add to her characterization at all. Mm. If it was Laura, Laura from Brazil, like, she's clearly an aggressively sexual character. Like, Bayon, aggressively sexual the same way, like, Bayonetta is, right? Mm. Like, if it was, if those were the only examples, then like, so be it. Whatever you, whatever, you know, whatever. But like, all of them. Like, Cammy is like, she's, it, I mean, ugh. It's so frustrating because <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Because it's, uh, but I mean, and they tried to counter it by putting in like hot Ryu. 
<laughs> but like, no, but but like, I mean, sure, I guess. But really, all they did was was rip off the top of his gi and give him a beard. Wow. Oh. Well, <laughs> that was how they did it. I mean, to be fair, he is a ruggedly handsome man. <laughs> but I, I mean, but come on, like hot Ryu is not an answer to like that, that, like basically dead or alive. I'm so Street glad you Gospel. pointed that out, Stephen. <laughs> what? That he was a ruggedly handsome man? No, that, he, that he's not an answer to. Uh, Oh, he's definitely not. I mean, I get what they were doing, and it's. I think they were probably making a joke. I don't know. I, I, I don't. I don't think they care. I think that's the issue. I just think they're yeah. doing what they want to do, and they're not. They just don't care because if they did, they could easily fix it. Like, yeah. make them not jiggle. It's fine. Mm. I mean, I guess they could be there. I mean, what are you gonna do? You can't change the character models, but just hold them still. <laughs> I'm not yeah. a coder, but I can't imagine that would be that hard. <laughs> Well, they're probably working anyway. with uh, their user base there. I don't know how yeah. many women play Street Fighter. I know some do, but uh, I saw a handful on stream at Evo. I mean, it's a. It, I mean, it is definitely a a male dominated game, but mm. yeah, they're struggling to sell copies. So, like, wh- why shut out a market? It's not like guys are gonna buy Street Fighter for the hot chicks. That's not why you buy. It's not why you buy fighting games. You buy yeah. fighting games for the competition, whatever. Like, it's not like they're selling more copies because it's, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Interesting. I throw my hands up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never played. Well, I have played, but Street Fighter, not my thing. Uh, I, I mean, I love it so much, but I just, <laughs> I just, yeah, I just, I'm embarrassed by it. You know, it's kind of like. <laughs> It's it, it like I really am like I want to play it, but it's like man, like come on guys, it's like that buddy that just gets really wasted all the time and says stupid crap. Yeah. Like, dude, yeah, come on, exactly. like you're my boy, but like come on, you know? Uh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> right. Um, but kind of tying into that study a little bit, we talked about Lara Croft being redone, and guess what? Rise of the Tomb Raider is finally coming to the PlayStation Four in October. That's nearly a year after it was released on Xbox One. So, yeah, it's yeah. about time. Yeah. So all the PlayStation 4 owners who didn't have an Xbox One or a PC, you can get in on the Rise of the Tomb Raider this October. Uh, there's going to be a new uh, story mission, too, that's going to come with it. It's called Blood Ties, and it's going to be compatible with PlayStation VR. So that will be oh interesting. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and it's like a zombie-ish wow. type thing. So. Ooh. Yeah, when I first was reading this, it's like, oh, this one's coming with an all new deal. I'm like, God damn it. They had better be <laughs> they had better be releasing that for everybody, but they are. So it was okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. She got aggressive for a second. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she she almost scared. went full out she almost went full out mom voice right? yeah. on those people. She was like, Crystal Dynamics, listen, yeah. do not make me stop this car. <laughs> um but the other interesting thing about this DLC is that's gonna it's gonna take place inside Croft Manor, which is kind of uh, oh, a new type of, you know, location. Typically there's massive tombs and dilapidated buildings and so now we're going to be in croft manor i don't even know how big croft manor is i guess it will be interesting to see i'm hoping it's pretty big otherwise it's going to be really small dlc if she's got like you know like a split level out of sight detroit (laughs) well obviously it's not that small but i'm just i'm just curious to see how big they're going to make it so yeah it was big in the movies i'll bet they'll make it bigger yeah well, probably be I mean, basements. if you think about it, though, 
Gone Home was not a very big house, but there was a fair amount of game in there. So mm. if they just kind of go with that level of just density and just make it like three or four times that, sure. Yeah. I can't yeah. wait. Yeah. It'll be fun. Yeah. Super cool. And again, I'm going to have to wait till October. The funny thing is, is that they're, they're doing this DLC where they previously said that the last one was that that was it. That was the end of the Rise of Tomb Raider DLC. But obviously yeah, they no were lying. So anyhow. Yeah, they were not. That, there was no way that was going to be a thing. There <laughs> yeah. were, of course, they were going to do some more for when they released it on the PS4. Yeah. So, so thanks all you Xbox players for beta testing it for us. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That game is it's pretty clean. Like I don't remember any really large bugs happening in there. There, there oh, might be some not. visual glitches here and there, but it's it's pretty clean. You know. It's very polished. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I that was a joke. I oh, think okay. I mean it looked great, and I know you guys loved it. Yeah. I haven't played it because I just haven't had the time. But I trust the two of you, and both of you said that it was great. So yes. I can't yeah. imagine it being anything else. Yes, really fun. It was my game of the year last year. Yeah, yeah. high praise, folks. Yep. High praise. Yep. High praise. I don't even remember fun. what my game of the year was last year. <laughs> I don't even remember. <laughs> Are you going to look it up now? <laughs> Steven's looking. I'm at going to, face. but I'm not. I'm going to look it up, but I'm not going to tell. But I'm not going to waste time on on the podcast. I've talked you, too much. You're in this. the moment, Stephen. You've had three this year, so that's right. good. <laughs> yeah. No, I have not. I have had one at a time. <laughs> <Okay>. Right. <laughs> nice. Three so far. Okay. Well, since you're indisposed, I'll skip the the one story that you, I'm going to need you to talk about and no, go no, on. Go to. ahead. <laughs> no, no, I can. Ahead. We can do Pac Man. So right. Pac Man Championship Edition is getting a sequel. If you haven't seen this Pac Man game, you should take a look at it. This game is insane, crazy. Uh, I don't remember if I pl- tried to play it once or not. If I did, I'm sure I stopped very soon because it is like I watch my husband play it and it makes my thumbs hurt and my brain hurt. It is like, it's insane. Like you think of like the old arcade Pac-Man, they had that like, or was it Ms. Pac-Man? I forget. But they had like a special thing where you could, it would like triple the speed of anything. This is like faster than that. It's like five or six times regular Pac-Man speed. And and you you create chains of ghosts that follow you around so that when you hit the power pellet, you can just turn around and just munch through like 20 ghosts or whatever. So yeah. It's a it's a crazy game. It's, Did you play it's, it, Steven? It's gorgeous. You know what? I never played it when it came out originally, but I actually a buddy of mine bought a PlayStation Four and um and had and it came with like the PS Now subscription. Oh, okay. Pac Man was involved in it, and so we were you know talking about LARP or you know doing just random stuff, and he let my son play and first my son was playing some Street Fighter Four, but then eventually he got bored because he was playing alone and he just backed out and. Of all the games, he picked the Pac-Man Arcade Edition. I swear to God, by the within an hour, every single person in the house, and we're talking like seven or eight people at various ages, were in there passing the controller, playing it. It was... I I, I wouldn't have bought it. I mean, we're definitely buying this next one, no questions asked, but I, I did not realize how cool of a social experience it is. Mm. And it's just kind of a throwback to the arcade era. You know, you throw your quarter down and you're like, I'm in, I got next. Like it was that kind of moment where we were just all going and trying to beat each other's scores and giving each other advice on tactics. And it, man, it is, it's a, it's not very often you get games that are like, everyone feels engaged, even if they're eighth in line. Right. 
to play, and that game absolutely fits that bill. Um, Huge fan. Anyone that remembers Pac-Man and liked it, it, this is probably worth it. Yes. Although I will say it's times five craziness. So if you you weren't good at Pac-Man, like myself, then maybe... Yeah. <laughs> you would not. Although okay, I- well, you know what? <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. I believe that you are better than you give yourself credit for. Oh, okay. Thank you. But I, I believe in you. I do enjoy watching my husband play it because he's very good at it. Um, he's it's like nuts. Yeah. It's high score on his friend's leaderboard like all the time. And it's not like he just has a bunch of dopey friends who don't play games. He's like <laughs> got some really hardcore people on his friends <laughs> list. So well, I mean. He, he's making. He's helping make Halo Wars. I'm sure he knows some hardcore gamers. <laughs> right, I'm just yes. guessing. I mean, I'm sure. But no, I mean, it's crazy to watch just because it's all bright colors and it's crazy. If you have kids who like watching games, that's some of the things that was really interesting. My youngest son didn't want to play. He never wanted to play. He just wanted to like sit and just kind of watch mm-hmm. and see all the bright colors and see everybody like try new things and go around the maze. It is fascinating to watch, especially as somebody that enjoys it. Yeah, I mean, if you if, if I mean, watch a YouTube video if you doubt it. Right. But, yeah. And I can't imagine it's going to be that expensive. Did they say a price? Um, I don't believe so. Let I mean, the last one was like twenty bucks when it came out. Yeah, it I definitely mean, was not a full a full price game. Absolutely. Uh, and yeah, I mean, so it'll be. I, I would assume. I don't know if they would do physical. I don't remember if they did physical in the last one or not. They but, didn't do a physical one last time. Yeah. So um. So yeah. No, we don't have a price, but. I doubt it would it would be any more than twenty bucks. So, um, but yeah, so I enjoy watching my husband play it. He gets, you know, it's one of those games when you're playing it though, and you're really trying for a high score, and you're playing it over and over and over again, trying for a high score. That it's really easy to get frustrated, <laughs> and so yeah. he gets really frustrated at times <laughs> when he's playing it. So. Yeah. I can understand. I can identify with that. By the way, my game of the year last year was Splatoon. How did I forget that? Oh, yeah. What's your problem, Steven? My goodness. I'm (laughs) I'm crappy at this talking about video games thing. Okay. Well, you better get better because we're going to talk about the six new Pokemon that have been revealed for Sun and Moon. Oh, oh boy. Let me get to the (laughs) list. Hold on. Let me tell you. You know what? There's only one that matters. There's only one that matters, and that's Mimikyu. (laughs) Um. Let me be real. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, there are six that were announced. There were six that are announced. So most of them are super generic and whatever. But Mimikyu is taking over the internet. And this is why. Mimikyu is freaking adorable. <laughs> okay. I told my wife that I want. A, and this is like, I have never wanted a piece of Pokemon merchandise in my entire life. I want a Mimikyu statue, like maybe five, six inches. Like, I want, like, for real, I need this. So here's what Mimikyu is Mimikyu is a dark. And fairy type Pokemon, which essentially means he's kind of not real. <laughs> you know, he's not quite a ghost. Um, and this is his story. He wears a 20 year old, like Pikachu stuffed animal over him because he just wants to be loved. <laughs> Guys, what is up? Like, that is legit my main in the next game. Like, I am going to murder the Elite Eight. Yes, in, in that game with six Mimikyu's. I don't even care. Yeah, the the artwork um, that they release on him is really really funny. I love isn't it. That adorable, <laughs> isn't it adorable? You know, my wife's like, "What is that thing?" And I'm like, "That's Mimikyu." And she's like, "What? What's that?" I'm like, "No, it's 
look at it. And she's like, it looks like a stuffed Pikachu. I'm like, I know he's wearing a stuffed Pikachu, Pikachu costume because he wants people to love him <laughs> like they love Pikachu. At, at first glance, I thought it was like an evil Pikachu <laughs> because it's like mouth all lopsided, yeah. kind of like a Jack Skeleton type thing. Um, but oh, totally. yeah, no, <laughs> not, not that creepy. When- <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, the first time I saw the picture of him, that's the exact same thing I thought. And it was released in a Japanese magazine, so I couldn't read any of the text. Uh-huh. I just knew it was a dark fairy-type Pokemon. And I was like, all right, a dark fairy-type Pokemon that looks like a really freaking creepy Jack Skellington version of Pikachu. <laughs> um, whatevs. Um, but then the, everything was translated and stuff was going around. And I was like, oh, my God, this is the most adorable and heartbreaking backstory for a Pokemon since Cubone, <laughs> who wears his mom's skull as a helmet. <laughs> what? <laughs> Seriously? Cubone. Yeah, Cubone. He wears the, the skull helmet that he's wearing is his mom's skull. Wow. He's wearing it as a helmet. Now that's some symbolism right there. <laughs> Think about it. Your protect your 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 presence, your being is protected by the memory of your mother. Wow. That? There's some there's some deep there's some deepness there. I was now, just gonna say to, to, Pokemon so deep I had no idea. Well, I mean, for every one of those, they have a couple dozen like little little pink floofs that say their name and are irrelevant. <laughs> so it's but sometimes they I mean it's not I mean when you create seven hundred of a thing, yeah, some of them are gonna be kind of tragic and or meaningful. Yeah. And some of them are gonna be garbage, and that's just what happens. Yes. Now mimic you it, I mean, Mimikyu is probably, like, right now, the hotness for this whole game and building hype just because everybody's Tumblr is freaking out. and You know, well, I mean, Tumblr's always freaking out, but you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so um, Eric Watson did a story on Pixelkin where he basically lists them all. The one that's sort of funny to me is this uh, Comfy or Comfy. He's like, he's a lay, like a Hawaiian lay. <laughs> Well, I mean, this is in the islands. I know. I mean, it's, I know, it's the like, islands, so it makes sense. I guess it's just really weird looking. Um, and then there's this other one called Bound Sweet, which is a fruit that bounces off the ground and gives off a pleasing aroma. Apparently, so um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. I mean, they got to fill it up with grass type Pokemon. And yeah. so, I mean, I think that's the, the typing on some of those kind of matter. Um, the, the one that I actually think will probably have the potential to be kind of cool is the Mudsdale, which is mm-hmm. the Clydesdale. Um, just cause that's kind of badass looking. Mm-hmm. And generally they're badass looking ones end up being kind of useful for combat. We don't know if it is, um, so what's interesting about the Mudsdale, and, and this is, Heavy in the weeds Pokemon stuff, but it has a stam an ability called stamina that raises its defense every time it's attacked. Which the fact that you don't have to use an ability to raise your own defense really means you can use that guy if mm. you are say trying to catch a Pokemon and you want to just kind of drag it out because you're just throwing you know Ultra Balls at a late game Pokemon. You could use this guy with his defense and just kind of turtle up, um, which is a useful ability in certain situations. Um, and that's a new ability. Uh, it's never existed before. So mm. I think 
for people that are going to be coming in and everybody's got to put together their group comps, especially when it comes to late game when they're trying to capture legendary and rare Pokemon. Mm -hmm. This guy might see him. I mean, who knows? I mean, people I'm sure are going to trade some of their stuff forward from other games once they have all the gym badges can you and can use all their level hundreds from X and Y and whatever. But this guy has the potential to be able to do some serious damage in that that's an ability that's never existed. So you never know. Hmm. Pretty cool. Yeah, so yeah. you can get the details on all of those uh, up on Pix. They've been releasing like five or six new ones like every few weeks, right, Stephen? They've been revealing Pretty them. Pretty much. I mean, they've yeah. either been straight up releasing them or showing us a trailer or sending out... Like, they're sending them out in various ways. So I expect... And there's all new Pokemon, so it's a new generation. So I yeah. expect they're going to keep doing it until November. Mm. Um one thing they have not done, because these are largely just kind of generic ones that are just kind of thrown out there. I doubt many people are, many of them are going to see a lot of play except for the two we just talked about. But mm-hmm. like, um, one thing we have not seen is like, are there any other legendaries that they aren't, that they haven't told us about? There's the mm-hmm. two that are on the cover, but there's always extra that are in there. One thing that the game has not seen yet at all is a poison type legendary. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a lot of people are hoping for that. And part of that is because in the competitive scene for the video game, they just started allowing you to use legendary Pokemon. Um, and poison is a unrepresented typing, um, mm. which is kind of skewing the metagame. And so a lot of people think that it might make it just easier for them to just release a poison legendary and be like, hey, here it is. Mm. <laughs> cool. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. They're cute. I tried... um Go back to Pokemon Go since we're on Pokemon. I tried battling uh, my first gym earlier this morning. I was not successful. Did it go? How'd it go? I, I, go? Yeah. I kind I of held bother. my own. Like, it wasn't terrible. I didn't get, like, knocked out right away. Um, but unfortunately, one of, like, my strongest Pokemon is the one of the ones at the gym is the same type, which makes things a little difficult and irritating. Yeah. So. Um, it is tough. <laughs> yeah. Um, You'll get there. You'll get there. Yeah, yeah, I know. And I had him powered up, and then I you know, was trying to power him up some more, and they're like, you're not at a high enough trainer level. And I'm like, God damn it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I had all this so, stardust or whatever it is yeah. saved up, and I have the candy, and it just says, no, you can't do this. I was like, man. If I may, if I may ask, what trainer level are you? I am. Where's my phone? Hold on. I had to charge it because I had lures going on on Pokemon Go all uh, all morning, and that kind of sucks up your battery. Let me take a look. I think I'm eight. I'm not sure though. I'm not terribly high. So, have you done the lucky egg trick? The lucky egg trick. I. You know what? My you know da- what my about? daughter bought a you lucky know. egg before I knew what it was, and she just like. She turned it on, and I didn't know what it did because I didn't have a chance to look at it. Oh. So I caught like one Pokemon <laughs> during the time that it was that it was going, and then I'm like, "Oh, extra XP! I could have, you know, taken more advantage of that." Uh, oh man, yeah. it looks like the servers are down. Looks like the servers oh, are man. down. <laughs> at least where so, I am. Yeah. <laughs> so while we're talking about Pokemon Go, for anyone listening, if you don't know the lucky egg trick. Just go Google it, because it's amazing. The idea is, you use a lucky egg, save up all your Pidgeys, your Rattatas, your Caterpies, and then just evolve literally all of them at once while in a, in an egg. It turns 500 XP into 1,000, you gain yeah. like two levels at a time. It's sick. Yeah. 
but don't let your don't let your four year olds turn on your lucky eggs when you're not ready. That's the, <laughs> that that hurts the lucky egg trick. Like the thing is, they're not that expensive. Yeah, like I had um, I had some extra coins left over uh, from buying stuff in the store, and you know she just she goes all over the place in these apps, and so she ended up buying one without me even knowing that she bought it, much less putting it into effect. So, ouch. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? I know. I mean, it's not, you know. <laughs> kids are kids will be kids. Yeah. Could be worse. She could have smashed her hand on your entertainment center. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm hoping to be able... This this gym that I attacked is one near my house. It, it, it wasn't, you know, super, super, super powerful. I think if I... I come up a level or power up and evolve some of my other Pokemon, I might actually have a chance at it. So, yeah. Anyhow. My, my friend Becky and I are playing together this week. She's on staycation, and it's basically <laughs> a Pokemon Go staycation for her because she nice. loves the game so much. So, we're like hiking around the Arboretum, and she said, We have to go back there because I think we could take that gym because it's way up there and people aren't. <laughs> People aren't up there. She's crazy. Nice. She's, uh, you know, we're setting lures all over town and yeah. drinking wine and playing Pokemon Go. It's pretty fun. Nice. Did you? So did you tell her that people normally look down on people for taking vacations just to play video games? <laughs> well, that's not the only I reason. I say this as someone who has been looked down on. Oh, well, I mean, you know, I'm just saying. Although, I, I mean, walking around drinking and playing Pokemon Go, that sounds like. I'm sure I've seen oh. a meme about that. Yeah, we are having some fun. I'll tell you. Yeah. You guys are wild. They're, they're wild I bet you they are crazy wild, Nicole. Yeah. But, but you know, we go places and um, there's uh, some places that have a bunch of lures set out. So there's all these people around and it's fun. And the nights are long here in Seattle. But they look at us and, and say, are you guys playing Pokemon Go? And we're like, yeah, so. But uh, apparently we don't look like the um, typical player. You yeah. Know? Did, you, did, you, did you tell them, listen, don't, don't question my game cred. I publish two video game websites. <laughs> you punk. <laughs> like, just throw, just throw that down on them and then just yeah. walk away. Yeah. I don't know. And then capture their squirtle out from under them. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good plan. I'm going to put that to, like, into effect. Yeah. You know, I mean, um, listen. Tomorrow, there's a uh, there's a new meetup group for Pokemon Go players in Belltown. Oh, really? Yeah. And Chris and I, my son and I are going to go down there and check it out. So I'll report back on that. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I'll be visiting the kangaroo farm with Anna. Oh, Apparently, fun. Yeah, it's a long way away, though. I bet you that's a, I bet you it's a Pokestop. <laughs> no yes. kidding. Possibly. I bet you it's a pokey stop. I've been checking pretty much everywhere we go. So, um, but one thing that we didn't talk about last week because I think the news hadn't happened uh, hadn't happened yet on Wednesday, but Yelp has added a Pokestop nearby search filter <laughs> to their searches, which is so funny and so cool. Um, yeah. If if you filter by that uh, thing, like, I don't know, depending upon where you are, your, you know, results will probably be next to nothing. And in Seattle, when I search for restaurants near Seattle with only the Pokestop nearby thing active, it came up with a decent amount. But when I searched grocery stores, there were only three. 
So, yeah, be it what it may. Sounds useful. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, we'll there's use so- all the tools. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Obviously, they're they're soliciting you know people from the community to you know tell them that X business has a poker stop. So, but um, but one thing about that that story is that the community manager or whoever was product manager oh, is more of a marketing guy. That makes more sense. Wrote this blog post about the fact that they were doing this, and it is just it's just full of Pokemon puns, and it's so bad. Oh my god, <laughs> it is so bad. It's like I could see like maybe one or two. Okay, whatever. It's like every other sentence is sometimes a stupid Pokemon pun. I'm just like, stop, just, just um, stop. I just want to be clear. There's no such thing as a stupid Pokemon pun. You take that back. Okay. Have you read this, Stephen? Have you read this? <laughs> no, but no. I still argue. My I still argue that there's no such thing as a bad Pokemon pun. Uh, but I'm okay. a dad, so dad jokes are a thing for me. I mean, I, I know they don't have the same impact on you, but all right. So, so let me I'm definitely lay this, full on dad mode. Let me lay this one out there. So he's talking about the new feature, and then the the last sentence in the first paragraph is, "We know you're going to Diglet." <laughs> I'm down. I like you're it. down with that one. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I'm down with that. I think that's acceptable. I think that's more than acceptable. Um, <laughs> because th- there is no such thing as a bad Pokemon pun. All right. All right. It's just Pokemon it... puns that are not, they're not meant for moms. You guys are supposed to hate them. <laughs> okay. We'll put a it's link just... in the, in the show notes and uh, maybe we can all uh, vote on it. Yeah. How dumb. Is there sure. such a thing as a dumb Pokemon <laughs> Pokemon pun? pun. <laughs> absolutely. No, no, I think that is absolutely true. Here's what you do. Um, go tweet at pixelkin underscore org. And tell them, and make sure that you also copy me at EF Gaming. I want to hear your opinion. Is there such thing as a bad Pokemon Go pun? And if you think you have a bad one, I want to hear it. So I want you to tweet it at us, and um, we'll we'll report our findings should there be any on the next on the next podcast. You know, we could do a Twitter poll too. Maybe we we'll could. do that. Yes or no? Is there yes. such thing as a I'm bad? It up. Okay. I'm doing it r- literally right. <laughs> yeah, cool. Get to use a Twitter poll for something. I did one, what was it, a couple couple weeks ago where I asked people if I should watch episode nine of Game of Thrones for the fifth time. And it was 100%. <laughs> it was 100% yes. Really? So, yes. Big fan. Yeah. Steven, have you done your homework yet with regards oh, to Game of Thrones? It, yeah. I, have, I have not. And not because I don't want to, but because I have had a lot of, uh, I've actually just been very busy. Okay. All right. So it's, it's not that I don't want to. I mean, the, I can't say I was very busy. Um, the raw draft, the WWE draft was last night. (laughs) And so I was, I was watching and reading and, and preparing for that. Um, I am part of the uh, of an invisible minority uh, in the United States, which is I am a grown man, a grown man with a job who watches professional wrestling. <laughs> um, I do it largely because it allows me to network with other games journalists because other games journalists typically like pro wrestling. Mm. Yeah, 
You know what, Megan, uh, who works, she still works at IGN. She was on Girl Fight with me. She's actually big into the pro wrestling. And you never would have guessed it because she's like totally like hardcore Japanese RPG anime fan. And yet she likes WWE. It was a little odd. <laughs> at least to mm-hmm. me. <laughs> so. uh, well, I mean, I fully admit that it's kind of dumb. But the draft thing was kind of interesting because it was like, who's going to go when and how, are they going to do the production of it? Like I watch for like a very, like I don't watch it because I mean, obviously it's scripted, but like yeah. I watch it because it's interesting to see how they make the show work uh-huh. like from a production standpoint. So for example, this is the kind of moron that I am. <laughs> Remember when the Super Bowl lost power a couple of years ago? Yes. Like, and everybody changed the channel and just waited for Twitter to tell them that the game was back on. <laughs> right. Or went to, but I did not even go to the bathroom. I was literally glued to my television the entire time because I was so fascinated with how they were making television happen. Uh-huh. Um, I watched the NFL draft combine, which uh-huh. is when they have the guys like run <laughs> and do drills. And like, I'll watch like the, the, the linemen do their 40, their, uh, 100 meter dash. Uh-huh. Um, and it's the it's awful television, but I watch it because I want to see how, how they make it interesting. So that's one of the things that I do with wrestling. Okay, and you, you know, you, I'm going to call you out on this one. You used literally wrong, which is a huge pet peeve of mine. You were not literally glued to your TV, not literally. <laughs> I was. How do you, how do you know? How do you know? How do you know? Are you? Do you think it is more likely that I used literally incorrectly, or that I was? Or that I was glued to my television. I think it's more likely. Which is more likely. You used it incorrectly. <laughs> um, that's probably true, but you have no proof. <laughs> oh, I have no proof. It's like, it's like, like a minute back in the recording. <laughs> For everybody who's that listening. I said liter- yeah, that you said literally glued to your TV. <laughs> yeah, but you, you have no proof that I wasn't actually glued to my television. Oh, I guess, no? I guess not. I guess not. Maybe we could ask your wife about that one. Sure. You'd have to get her you'd have to invite her on the podcast. Uh I'm sure she'd be a very interesting guest. We could uh hear some things about you that you are scared to tell us yourself. Let's be real though. <laughs> Considering all the things I've told you guys, do you think there's anything that there that you would find out from her? No. I mean not. I've been pretty I've been pretty open and honest with you two. Because <laughs> we're family here on gaming with the moms. <laughs> yeah. It's true. I, yeah, I think that's true. Yeah. All right. So that's the news. Let's uh, move into what we're playing again. Obviously, we're all playing Pokemon Go, but let's talk about what we've been playing besides that. Linda, what have you been playing? I really have only been playing that. I'm I'm oh. <laughs> up to level eleven, and wow. uh, I'm working on it. I'm frustrated with server issues, but uh, yeah, yeah. I I'm really enjoying it. I'm having a lot of fun. So, yeah, but I, I promise I'll play something else this week. <laughs> I don't think that's a bad thing that that's all you're playing. I mean, I could totally oh, understand that, which yeah, reminds me, uh, which which team did you join? Which color team did you join? Ooh. Mystic. Choose the carefully. Oh, nice. Mystic is is that blue? That's blue, blue right? Yeah. Okay. I picked yellow because I'm pretty sure I heard Steven say he was on blue and I had to pick something else. Yeah. So, <laughs> why? So why, why? Why? Why can't we be friends in the Pokemon world? Do we have to? You, you had. You just, we, you, we just have to be opposed. 
Like, yes. I, it hurts a little bit. <laughs> I thought we were friends. Well, you know what? We're going to play Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare together once it comes to EA. Yeah, access. we are. So, speaking of which, yes. Yeah, I pl- we are. I played more of that leveling up my sunflower, my vampire sunflower. I still love that game so much. Oh, my God. <clears throat> my husband is really tired of it. He sees me playing it all the time. He's like, why are you? I'm like, ah, it's cool. It's it's like an easy sort of zone out sort of stress stress relief type game. So, and you know, mm-hmm. it's a, you know, I'm not playing with other people, so there's nothing to get like irritated or mad about. It's just sort of, hey, whatever. And those of you who can't see me, I'm kind of flipping my head around, which is what the sunflower does. <laughs> she bounces around, and uh, yeah. Anyhow, uh, let's see what else. Uh, played some more Animal Crossing. I actually went ahead and created um, a, a, a person of my own in my daughter's town rather than playing as her person. But it's funny, though, because I went in and did that, and I've played um, while she's been at school or whatever. And she, her pockets are always full, but she doesn't want to get rid of anything. She never wants to sell anything. So there is furniture scattered all over the town furniture and fossils that she has dug up and just not taken to the museum and it's everywhere and it drives me nuts <laughs> like, Anna if you don't want this stuff you need to sell it she's like no I want it all I'm like oh my <laughs> god so anyway. oh my god you're picking up after her in I know. the game <laughs> I know. And, in the game <laughs> and in real life yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, a mother's work is never done right Nope. Yeah, and then obviously I've been playing um, some Hearthstone. Nothing huge to report on that front. You uh, didn't get your uh, Druid? Was it the Druid you were trying to get? Shaman? Shaman. The okay. sh- no, you have to have someone that you refer has to reach um, level 20 in order for you to earn oh. that Shaman. Yeah, so I don't know how many That's people have hard. started because I referred them. Hopefully one or two, but I won't get anything unless they get to level 20, so... Okay. Well, that's yeah. not that hard, guys. Come on. Don't let, <laughs> yeah. Don't let Nicole down. Don't let Nicole down. Yeah. Yeah. It's not terrible. Do you hard, play but... Hearthstone, Linda? Because if you don't, you could always. I, I uh, you know, actually you... I got Nicole's invitation and I downloaded it on my phone and I played through the um, part of the tutorial anyway. But I do not understand this game at all. I, I'm going to have to play more so I can start to. Begin so to understand here's what it. I would recommend: you <laughs> See, and you and right Nicole here. work out right. <laughs> work out a Skype session, and she'll just talk you through it. Because Nicole is, um, I I watch her win, so she's almost <laughs> like my coach. Um, and so she'll teach you. Yes, you Be- will find the way. At least you will find the way enough to get to level twenty, so she can get her shaman. Yes. Yes. Okay. I don't cool. think I'm that great, but I think I am good enough to help someone get to level twenty. Uh yeah, so Stephen watches me win, but he also watches me lose, and apparently makes Steve Lubitz lose. <laughs> so. I absolutely do, and I feel really bad. <laughs> I feel really bad about it. Literally every time I like, I I actually go out of my way to not watch Steve Lubitz anymore because I feel so guilty. <laughs> and like, what I don't because I see the guy like once a year at PAX, right? Like, I don't right. want to have him hate me. <laughs> Because I ruin his Hearthstone experience, so I like just I just I just don't want to be that guy. So yeah. I, just, I just don't even bother him anymore. I bother other people. That's why I watch Nicole because I don't yes. think she feels uh, she doesn't feel like I negatively impact her luck. She just gets yeah. frustrated when she loses because she thinks I'm going to judge her, but I don't. 
because <laughs> card games are hard and sometimes yes. there are bad beats. Yes. And yes. you get some bad beats, yo. Although I, I do, you know, when you watch somebody, you can see the little um, notification at the bottom says somebody is watching you. And I yeah. pops on and says, Steve, Dwarf Guard. Dwarf Guard has started spectating you. And I'm like, oh, God. Really? It's all right. But I got to get my quest in. No, I got to get my no, quest in. I understand that. I understand that. I just haven't had the, the chance to, to spectate you yet. We have to, I have to kind of do that you're not on enough for me to to grab you <laughs> S- sorry no. you could always just i've given i've given you my number like three or four times you could just text me and tell me to play some hearthstone and i'll just play some hearthstone at any time <laughs> right. unless uh, i'm at my actual day job then it would go bad because then i'll get in trouble yeah um all right so that's me steven what about you so i played a little bit more on tokyo mirage sessions sharp fe um, man, is that game so good. I, I think that it is actually, um, since it really hasn't done very well sales-wise, I think this is going to go down as being just a criminally underrated and under-recognized game. Mm. Um, it's not going to be one of my games of the year or anything, but I think that it is. For what it is, I think it is a very deep, very cool experience um, hidden under an interesting veneer. Um, other than that, I've been playing some Pokemon Go and Hearthstone. Um I have, however, I have not played a game, but I have been gearing up to play a game. Linda knows what I'm talking about. I am coming back to World of Warcraft oh. for a whole series of, and so here's how, how exciting is this? This is a, this is some scoops for you guys. I'll be doing a series of articles. This is an exclusive announcement. Um, I'm going to be doing a series of articles for geekembassy.com. Um, but nice. also, um, I will be using all of my time writing. I will also be, uh, I will also be capturing all the video and doing, uh, audio podcasts. And I will be releasing a book afterwards about what it's like for someone who is recovering from an unhealthy relationship with a game to come back to it. Mm. Um, and it should be a very interesting experience, multimedia, cause there's going to be videos and audio and all that stuff. And at the very least, I'm going to learn how to do all that junk. Cool. cool. There you go. Exclusive cool. announcements here on uh, Gaming with the Moms for those people who cra- who give a crap. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so um, like all three people. You're right. Um, okay, well, I think that's going to wrap it up for us this week. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, Linda and I from Pixelkin. Pixelkin is a website for gamers with kids. We cover hardcore games that adults would like to play themselves, all the way down to great apps for preschoolers. And Anna's apps is returning. It is returning. Uh, very soon, hopefully, once I can get Premiere to cooperate with me. Um, <laughs> anyhow, uh, if you have questions, comments, or feedback, you can send those to hello at pixelkin.org. You can find us on Facebook, Simply Pixelkin. You can find us on Twitter at pixelkin underscore org. And Steven is editor and founder of Engage Family Gaming, and they're on the, on the web lots of places. Steven, where's Engage Family Gaming? We're everywhere, <laughs> to be specific. Um... We have a podcast. It is called Engage, a family gaming podcast. We have a special guest, Peter Brown from GameSpot, coming on board to talk to us about said NES system nonsense for next week. Nice. Um, I didn't invite Nicole specifically because I know she hates Nintendo. <laughs> um, so we are also on the Facebook. You can find us. That's Engage Family Gaming. We're on Twitter. That is at EF Gaming. We're on the Instagram. You know where to look. Um, you can also... Make sure to like our page because I do my EFG evening news update at least three times a week. But 
Most importantly, join us at engagefamilygaming.com slash community. We just broke 100 members today, everybody. Yay. We were at 99, and I said, hey, guys, could you invite some people? Like, not just randomly add them, but invite them. And within 20 minutes, we had gone up 30 members. So we were at almost 130 members, and everybody's really excited talking about Pokemon Go. It's nuts. Yeah. So join in all the fun. Thank you very much for letting me plug all my crap. Yeah, no problem. You know what? I haven't actually invited anyone except for my friend Jody to be part of the community. I should probably do that. I think I've got quite a few considering, people who would be interested. Consider, considering <laughs> it's going to be rebranded later on this summer to be just oh. about family gaming and thus make it kind of almost like a partnership between our two sites, even though I haven't told you about it yet. Maybe you should, because then you can plug your own junk. Right. Spoilers. Yes. <laughs> hey, this is business negotiations happening right live on the podcast. Yes. yes. But you don't have to. I mean, I'm not telling you what to do. You're Sounds still like a great idea. I love that idea. Yeah. And technically, yeah. you're the boss of me. Yes. So <laughs> I'm really being sassy and insubordinate, and I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, well, I think that's going to wrap it up for us this week. Once again, thanks so much for listening, and we'll be back with you next week. Bye. Bye, everybody. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.